Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Inside MTV Siesta Key. I'm Laura Finaldi. And I am Anna Bryson. We're so excited, you guys, to be back this week. Oh, my God. We had such a big week. It was a big week for Siesta Key news. I mean, pretty much every week is. But, okay, a couple things right off the bat before we start talking about the episode. Um, just to get it out of the way, the first thing I want you guys to know is that I talked to the public relations department at MTV, and the season, season three, ends March 10th. And I wanted to make sure to let you guys know that because I couldn't find it anywhere else. So I asked them directly. And yeah, so March 10th, um, there's 12 episodes in this season. And the spokesperson that I talked to said that March 3rd and March 10th, which is the finale, will be a double pop, whatever that means. What? Double pop. So maybe well, but like probably two episodes. Like back um, to back? Yeah, my guess is two Ooh. back to back. So that's going to be a whole thing. Nice. Two weeks in a row starting in March, which is only like two weeks away. And I think they were finishing up filming of season three last week or the week before based on, I think Chloe posted that on Instagram. Yeah, I, that's that's interesting because I didn't know that was season three that they were finishing. I thought it was like season the new season mm-hmm. because if based on the police report that we looked at, then they were filming season three in May of last year. And now they're filming the end of it in February? Doesn't that seem kind of weird? Like, is it going to be all new storylines? I don't know. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Oh, speaking of continuity, something I did not write down on our outline was that I did talk to Polly Paul again. And he told me that he is actually going to be on an upcoming episode of the show this season. And as soon as he's on the show, he can come in and be on our podcast. So we're very excited about that. But let's get to the meat of this week. (laughs) Sorry if y'all can hear me clapping, Uh, but I'm going to let Anna take this one. So (laughs) we were at the bar last night watching this episode and we ran into Jared and JJ. Tell them which bar. We were at the Sarasota Modern at the bar downstairs. They were really cool. We went up to Jared and we're like, hi, we have a podcast about you. Um, It was funny because during the episode, they were like (laughs) making fun of people. And when Jared was crying in the one part, they were like dying laughing at him. (laughs) It was so funny. It's like kind of what you think you would act like if you were on TV and you watched yourself. Just like you can't yeah. not laugh looking at yourself on a TV screen. It was so funny. But he was nice. We So we went up to Jared because, I don't know, we just figured that would be like the easiest way. Because like he's an actual like main cast member. Or not a main cast member, but one of the more prominent cast members. And we introduced ourselves. And then we were talking to him. And then JJ was like, hi, I'm JJ. So he introduced himself, too. He's a lot shorter in person. Oh, yes. <laughs> I may, I was trying to remember to let everyone know. Yeah. Not to like call you out, JJ, if you're listening. But I definitely expected him to be taller. And, ah. and Anna, was, I was like, Anna, I thought I was going to be taller. And she's like, yeah. And um, I was like, I think it's the camera angles. Because <laughs> they <laughs> filmed him from, from an, Yeah, so he looks taller. But... They seemed nice. It was cool. It was a really cool experience. He, Jared said, we're here every Tuesday, so if we ever go back to the modern, we'll, uh, we'll you know, maybe see them again. Yeah, we should. Yeah. It was kind of a last minute decision for us to go, but I'm glad that we went. It was like a cool experience. Mm-hmm. The bartender was really nice, too. Yeah. Remember his, his name? name? George. George. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice. And our friend Harry was there with us. And we wish we could have Harry on the podcast, but he doesn't work for the Herald Tribune, unfortunately. So, Okay. What else do we have? So, something I wanted to bring up. Sorry, am I messing up your No, flow? no, okay. I don't care. You okay. can interrupt me. We can. The flow can be readjusted. I took improv classes, you know. Oh, okay, God. Irrelevant. Bringing that up in front of the whole world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm an actor. Uh, so, a confusing tweet today. 
Chloe seems weird and desperate. She tweeted, been four days without the crew in town. I already miss them. This isn't good. Everyone watch the show so we can get another season, please. <laughs> what? Do you really think she means that? I don't know. That's weird and like embarrassing for her to say. Like, please watch the show, please. I know. <laughs> like, oh, here's what's going to happen. Chloe Troutman's Twitter followers are going to boost the viewership to the point <laughs> where MTV is like, oh, we'll give you a fourth season. I still maintain that Gary probably funds most of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that for a fact. I just know it to be true. No, I'm just kidding. That's a Bill Maher trope. But um, <laughs> Gary, I'm sure he pays for a lot of it. So. But mm. if Alex is a dad now and if he decides to be like a good dad and he's not like partying and fighting with Juliet, then what is the show even? I don't know. Can you imagine if Alex and Alyssa had their like newborn baby on the show? Just how out of place that would be. Uh I always feel bad for little kids like that, like uh, Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Although they seem to be doing pretty well for themselves, <laughs> but still. Um, is there anything else? I mean, besides like just that weird tweet about how Chloe allegedly unfollowed Kelsey. Oh, that's that's pretty juicy. It is. I mean, it's just kind of weird. Something must have happened. We don't know what happened. I don't think it's Alex related because I think because like that. Uh, Instagram story that you read last week about Chloe being like, Alex, come film with everyone. And Kelsey doesn't like Alex either. So who knows? Maybe it's Juliet related. Chloe and Juliet seem to kind of go back and forth a lot. Yeah. Well, they were tweeting like shady stuff at each other last night. Weird. Like Juliet, there was the whole fight with um, Juliet was wearing Chloe's glasses and Juliet tweeted, (laughs) Chloe's glasses were $7 a pack of 10 on Amazon. Honestly, Julia annoys me so much on the show, but sometimes her tweets are really funny. Yeah. They were cool glasses. I bet they were pretty cheap on Amazon. I'd like her to link in, to link that. You know, swipe <laughs> up, swipe up. Use the code Jules for 10% off. So the other thing is I just wanted to mention that we have not acknowledged the fact that Siesta Key is actually Robbie's third reality TV show. Well, fourth if you count The Bachelor as, like, Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise as two separate things. He was on Vanderpump Rules, a show that I've never seen and you'd never heard of until I mentioned it to you just now. But, yeah, I think it was because he was dating one of the girls on the show, so that's how he got onto it. And that show's pretty popular. I Honestly, I should have looked into it, but we're not a Vanderpump Rules podcast, so it doesn't matter. But... I don't know anything about it. All I know is there's this girl on it. Her name's Sheena Shay, and that's the one that Robbie dated. And she's friends with one of my good friends from home. It's kind of weird. She has a podcast. He was on her podcast last week. But, yeah, so, you know, just adding to the Robbie so, body count. <laughs> Start. I'm starting rumors. Oh, God. But, seriously, so this is what I think. He's just trying to weasel his way into any reality TV show he can get on. Because it'll get him more Instagram followers and he can do why, you know, his, mm, I'm trying so hard not to say bad words so Laura doesn't have to bleep them out again. Um, So he can build his um, influencer reign of terror. (laughs) Reign of terror. (laughs) Ring of fire. Circle of hell. Uh, I love it. Because Okay, so I bet that Robbie and Juliet didn't just like meet and start dating i think i think it was for the show oh yeah like robbie just wanted to be on the show the show probably wanted him because he's like a minor celebrity yeah probably a little bit of a more of a celebrity than anyone on the show yeah yeah and and now they're kind of they've kind of reached the same level like he's raising their profile and I guess in a way they're raising his profile because Robbie gets to be on TV more. Yeah. So, but you know, actually, this episode made me think a lot more about Robbie's business just because I actually I googled it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about that more when we get to the party part of the episode. And okay, so unless there's anything else you want to add, I just want to address the reviews that we got this week. Okay. So. 
We got two reviews this week. Thank you so much, you guys, for um, sending in those. Both five-star reviews. Super nice. One person asked about the old hosts on this podcast. Like, wasn't there a dude or something? And there were. There were two dudes, actually. There were Brian and Wade. And Elizabeth DeGenis started this podcast. And that was before either of us worked at the Herald Tribune. And Wade kind of dropped off after season one because he's busy and Honestly, I don't really think he's a big fan of the show, and I don't think he'd have any... He really any... doesn't like the show. No, he doesn't like the show, and I... think I... it's safe to say that he hates it. Yep, he hates it. <laughs> okay. I was worried I was going to say that, and you're going to be like, Laura, you can't... Well, <laughs> that's the truth. He's, he doesn't hate it. I mean, No, he does hate it. I, I'm 100% mean. <laughs> what I is meant... the truth? Sorry, I'm like confusing myself here. But he does not like the show, so he wanted to get out probably as soon as he could. I know he doesn't watch it anymore. Um, and then last... Elizabeth left the paper about a year ago, and Brian just got too busy to do it, and I don't think he cares that much about the show either. He doesn't even watch it. No, he doesn't watch it anymore. So, you know, Anna and I are... The only people in this newsroom who watch the we show. We are. Well, I, I, no, Billy. Billy, uh, Billy Cox. Jay actually watches it, too. Jay Handelman. Oh, okay. Our arts editor. And that's it. Nobody else watches it that, that I know of. I mean, Does there Carlos could be some, watch it? No, like, he doesn't secretly? watch it. No, I feel like Jimmy secretly watches it No way. Week. No way. What? Jimmy's like way too cool. <laughs> he doesn't even like to watch The Bachelor with us. Carlos at least sometimes watches The Bachelor. But yeah, so that's kind of what happened. But I mean, Anna and I... I'm here now. Yeah, we're here now. Just joined this season. Yeah, and we love reality shows. And we... Yeah, some people can think that they're just dumb but they're not. It's it well, reflects well. It, but I think it's an, I think it's an, it just reflects so much about the world that we live in. And okay, go uh, ahead. She's making a face uh, at me. I She's making like, a face. I feel like that's too deep. I mean, I think the show is okay. dumb. It is dumb, but mm. I like watching it. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like, the and you know, last week someone said to me, someone called me, and said. I understand, like, or I like the way you write your recaps of the show because I write recaps as well as do the podcast. And she says, but I subscribe to the newspaper and I don't want space in my newspaper taken up by talking about the show that I think is trash. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're a paying subscriber. And like, she was nice. She was really nice. But I'm like, we can't just not cover it. It's it's in Sarasota. It's a major television network in a show base here. We can't pretend that it doesn't exist. And also, it's literally tucked away all the way in the back of the paper, like in the entertainment section. Like on, I think the B section, like the last page of the B section. And on, it's not really for the people that live in Sarasota necessarily, though I know some people that live here do enjoy the show. But a lot of people from all over the world, including Norway, which we learned... <laughs> They like the show and they read the recaps and they listen to the podcast. So that's we kind of yeah. do it for them. Because and also the fun thing is, is a lot of we live here and a lot of people that listen to the podcast to read the recaps don't. Mm-hmm. So we can give them a little bit of insight into what's going on on the screen. Yeah, and also that's dumb because we publish like hundreds of stories a day. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah, well, that it's, it's always... It's not like this is our focus and it's like taking up the whole paper. The argument is always, well, there's all kinds of positive stuff that's happening and you guys never write about that, which I don't think... Which isn't exactly what this lady said, but that's also not true. Also, I hate when people say that because it's like I write a story about something good that happened. No one reads it. And nobody reads it. Yeah. And I write a story about like a major lawsuit against the school district and like tens of thousands of people are reading it. Yeah. Like, it's not me. It's mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah, I know. Like, say so key recaps that I write get like the most views out of anything that I write that and like the column that I wrote last week about dating in Sarasota oh you guys gotta read that (laughs) very good but like that's like that's the kind of stuff that people read and I, I have no control over that I mean sure they read my Costco stories too but this like most consistently Siesta Key stories are read really well so we're just giving the people what they want (laughs) All right, so should we talk about the episode now? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> so we start off with Kelsey and Juliet at the gym, 
at Jim SRQ, which I looked up. It's in Gulfgate, like the Gulfgate area of Sarasota, which is like South Sarasota. It's in a plaza called the Beniva Village Shops, which I've actually written about a lot. They had like a new Publix come in this year. Um, and so they're working out. Juliet, her hair is down yeah, for, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Why was her hair down when she's working out? She's like perfectly straightened. I know. Like she was doing some squats at, at one point, but she didn't look like she was sweating. <laughs> Kelsey looked more ready to get down and dirty. But so they talk about the night before at White Buffalo. The other, another thing, why would they go to the gym the morning after going to White Buffalo? I did that in college back when I had the energy for stuff like that. But these days, absolutely not. So they talk about Kelsey and Jake and Kelsey saying that her and Jake were flirting, that Jared was upset. And Juliet saying it was a relief to be the only single one. Which I'm sure it was, but then there's the whole Alex meltdown thing. Yeah, she also had a meltdown, so. <laughs> yeah, so it was nice to like okay. have a meltdown without having a boyfriend get mad at you. Okay. Uh... So then it cuts to Alyssa doing Chloe's hair at this place called Apartment 12 Hair Studio, which is downtown. We've probably walked by it every day, honestly. It's, where is it? It's on Main Street. Oh. Yeah, it's a little bit more towards like where we usually go to lunch, like that direction. I, n- towards I know. the water? Yeah, towards the water. <laughs> That's it's called West. I know that. I just my brain West. No, yep. it's just funny because like it's not like the water's right there. Well, oh, but it's that's how I think of things like toward the okay. water. Sorry. Anyway, anyway. sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> okay, um, but I've definitely seen that logo before, the Apartment Twelve logo. Does she still work there, Alyssa? Well. So it looks like Alyssa is actually opening her own hair salon. If you go on her Instagram, mm. she has it tagged. It's called Meraki, or I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm probably ruining that. M E R A K I, Meraki, Marake, <laughs> Wild Salon. Um, she started posting on an Instagram page for it late last year. So I guess she's opening her own studio. And she even says to Chloe, it's her temporary home. So then they start talking about. Uh, Alyssa and Alex and their relationship status and Alyssa says they're not boyfriend and girlfriend not yet and it seems like she really likes Alex for some reason and then Juliet is starts talking to Kelsey about how she like was texting Alex and Alex sent her the song and Juliet says Alyssa leaves and now you send me this and he's like no Alyssa's there and then she tells Kelsey that they talked on the phone for six hours. Uh, how do you even do that? I don't know. When was the last time you talked to someone on the phone for six hours? Never. I don't think I ever have either. No. Yeah. Like maybe three hours. At max. I wonder what they talked about. I don't know. I don't know. Must have been a very like impassioned conversation. Yeah. Lots of emotions. I feel like that's the only reason you ever talk on the phone for a long time. If there's like a lot of emotion. You're not just like talking about, oh well, I saw a bluebird outside my window today. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. So Kelsey is rightfully just like, Juliet, what are you doing? And I have to say I do appreciate the way that Juliet's friends were dealing with this whole situation the whole episode. What'd you think about that? Yeah, I think they know what's right for her, and they're trying to get her to do the right thing, which is not Alex, but of course she doesn't want to listen. But then she gets what's coming to her. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Alyssa's basically like, Juliet should back off, which she should... And Juliet says to Kelsey, we don't want to get back together, but in an ideal world, we know we could, which makes no sense. And then Kelsey goes, you shouldn't. You know he's stringing you along. You deserve way better. He's like dog crap in a bag on fire. That's Alex. So true. But I also feel like it's not Juliet's fault, you know? Well, I mean, it it kind of is, but it's more Alex's fault. Yeah. It's... Like, I hate when there's a fight over a guy and the girls get mad at each other. It's like, you should be mad at the guy. Absolutely. You know, if he's cheating or emotionally cheating or whatever, that's his fault. Yeah. Mostly. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, yeah, he should definitely be held responsible for that. But also, 
I don't know. It just makes you wonder why Julia is, is she trying to break them up? Or is she just trying to cause trouble? I don't think she would mind if they broke up. Yeah, but do you think she'd want to get back together with Alex? Yeah, I think she would. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like it would be really good at the beginning, and then he would start treating her terribly again, probably. So then we get a scene of Brandon and Amanda, like skateboarding, rollerblading, and that's you've gone rollerblading over there, haven't you? Where they were rollerblading? Where I remember I said, I, oh, yeah, yeah, it was Bird Key Park. Which I wrote about before yeah. in my whole rollerblading story. Uh, I think they were skateboarding or longboarding. Though. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that is a great park. It's under the Ringling Causeway, which is the big bridge here that goes over Sarasota Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it leads from like the mainland to Lido, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think that's also where Jared and Garrett were fishing. Yes, I think you're the right. Same spot. Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. they were under the bridge. Mm-hmm. See, I can never tell where exactly people are when they do the outdoors things, but as soon as the bridge shows up, I know exactly where they are. Yeah. So, all right, thoughts on this conversation between Brandon and Amanda? <laughs> like, so they start by talking about like how he feels like he was ditched by her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it felt sad. Did she bring up that she was making out with JJ? No. She said... I mean, like, she didn't lie, but she kind of, like, lied by omission. Exactly, yeah. She says that they've known each other for a while, and she's like, I'm not, like, hooking up with him. It's not like... And then she says to Brandon, it's not like we're together, and he goes, you've made that clear. Oh, <laughs> Poor Brandon. <laughs> so... Yeah, so then we get the... I, I kind of was hoping Robbie would be gone after the whole Juliet thing Just ends. gone forever. Just, like, never come back to the show. Oh, man. I wonder if he'll be on a fourth season if they, if they if have one. If Chloe can get enough people to watch it. <laughs> hey, maybe if Robbie uh. influences enough people, there will be a season four. So he's hosting a party for Rebella, which is his company. I googled Rebella, as I told you all earlier. Would you like me to read this description of Rebella? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry. <Can't. laughs> Influencer marketing empowers brands to exponentially amplify brand awareness, engage new audiences, and drive leads through authentic content and strategic partnerships. Using our expertise, we create custom campaigns for your brand from start to finish. Having a powerful digital strategy is the foundation to your online presence. These channels allow you to directly connect with your audience. Apparently they've connected. Oh you had to read it like that. Do you think I have a future as like a phone sex operator? Because <laughs> it's kind of halfway through talking, I realized that's what I was doing. Oh my God. I was like, crap. <laughs> so apparently they have over 300 influencers 150 million plus social media social followers and a reach of 1 billion whatever that means <laughs> how, do, how do they quantify that what how is how is the social followers different from reach how is reach so much bigger <laughs> wait was it a billion <laughs> 1 billion total reach 150 million plus social followers i don't understand the difference <laughs> I guess we just wouldn't understand. Okay, okay one, let's pull it together. One seventh of the world's population <laughs> knows about Rebella. That's their reach, oh my guys. God. It's that oh big. My God. One seventh of the world's population. Oh my God. Like, uh. People in like third world countries, <laughs> they don't know it, but they're being influenced by Rebella. Okay, okay. Um, They've worked, I mean, (laughs) they've worked with such brands as Vineyard Vines and Any Day Rose. So, you know, Vineyard Vines with their massive global reach outside of prep schools and country clubs across the United States. Okay. Okay, poor Robbie. This is like an actual company that he created, and we're just like dying laughing. Oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, okay, so last thing about the website, which is not funny, but we'll probably find a way to laugh about it anyway, is that 
Robbie and Jake are the founders of the company. And they're both listed, at, their titles are as founding partner slash brand director. And Jake's profile on the, on the website says he, it's all about how LA is the cultural capital of the world and how he lives in Venice, California. So he's not, like he's obviously just here for the show. Now it makes me think, Anna, that I was right about getting them on the show to influence billions more. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Maybe First they'll be at twenty billion. <laughs> First one billion and then the world. More than just the world, you know? They're going all throughout the solar system with us. Oh my God. There's gonna be like on the moon like a American flag and like a Ru- Chinese and Russian flag eventually and then um and then just a rebella sign like the one on the show just like rebel oh my god so i'm crying a little bit but you know what's funny it's like obviously we knew robbie was just going on the show to like further his brand but it's like now we're talking about rebella like i basically just gave them a free advertisement on our podcast oh no (laughs) we are literally playing into it i know we are helping we're a part of the we're drinking the kool-aid robbie like if he if robbie ever listened to the podcast i bet you anything he's like listening to me (laughs) (laughs) good now i don't have to eat her ears Damn it. Okay, this has been, this is great. So the theme of the party is all white with a Greek twist. Whatever the F that means. And I don't really know. It's like an industry party and Kelsey has to go because she works for them. And they're all trying to convince Julia it's a good idea for her to go. Is this a good idea? Obviously not. (sighs) Julia, it's like she avoids everything difficult in life. Difficult in life. Like, sure, I guess. It's mostly because she doesn't like Robbie that she's avoiding him. So, okay. Next scene is at the coffee place from last episode, Leilu Coffee on Siesta Key. This is very funny. So, Chloe is sitting there. Madison shows up. Madison goes, did you order? And Chloe goes, no. And then the next shot is both of them with food in front of them. (laughs) So, Madison says she couldn't sleep last night because she's late. She's always known she wanted kids, and she wants it to be with Ish. He's 46, so does it have to happen soon? She's overwhelmed. Chloe says, take a few deep breaths. You're thinking the worst-case scenario, and these are conversations that need to be had. And Madison says, it seems like a lot of pressure. So we were kind of nervous about this part, because we were like, is she pregnant? Okay, I hate this whole storyline so much. It's completely unnecessary, and... Mostly, I'm just mad because last week on the preview, she's, like, crying, telling Ish she just took a pregnancy test. I'm like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out to be nothing. Are you kidding me? You got me worked up for nothing. (laughs) We watched this episode on Thursday, which we usually don't watch it until, I don't know, usually Tuesday. Sometimes. Sometimes sometimes Wednesday. Wednesday. And I was so excited that I watched it, and I was like, are you kidding me? So then, turns out. Yeah. So... She calls Ish. She's this is crying. later. This yeah, this yeah. is later. Do you want to talk about it now? But, or we can yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, okay, I okay. Let's just get it out now. Let's just and get it so, out now. She's crying. Oh, I just took a pregnancy test. And so obviously that makes you think that she's pregnant. Yeah. And then he's like, What does it say? She's like, I haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. Like, first of all, why would you do that to someone? Like, would you I would never call my boyfriend crying and be like, I just took a pregnancy test. I without mean, like looking at it, I don't know. Maybe everyone's different. Ish seems as I love Ish. He's awesome. He's he's experienced. He he he's not going to be freaked out it's by getting, a girl being no, late on her period. Worked up for no reason. Like I would never bring that up. Like if I was late, I would probably like text you and then yeah. take a test and then be like, oh okay. Yeah, I wouldn't like freak out everybody who I know. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, especially not I mean, the guy until yeah, you know seriously. for sure. It's yeah, like you're gonna give someone like a heart attack. Yeah, like, what if it's like died or something? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> ish. Okay, take, that's take your care fault. of yours. No, no, no. But it's, it's funny like, though because like he could have had an aneurysm. <laughs> Like, that was just kind of rude. It's funny, though, because, like, everybody 
makes such a big effing deal about his age. Which I was not No, doing. which you weren't doing, but like Juliet like goes, Madison's dating our old, I mean former producer. Uh, and it's like... That was annoying. Oh my God. It, I find it... We've talked about this before. I don't care about their age gap. It's just like, it's just so funny because you don't care about it and then you say that. And so that's why I started dying laughing. So funny. Ugh. Okay. So... Okay, so now the party is underway. Robbie and Juliet are both there. There's a shot of Robbie looking at Juliet as she arrives, and he says he wishes there were more there. But I could totally hear. And I just opened a Seven Up. Oh, can you hear <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was really pleasant. Okay. Um, Diet Seven Up. Diet. Sorry. By the way, <laughs> not advertise on this podcast, but if you want to, <laughs> Anna will take the free Diet Seven Up. <laughs> so. Oh wait, can I interject? If you guys want, you should send us things in the mail. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, the address. What is our address? 1777 Main Street, Sarasota, Florida, and it's the fifth floor. Yeah, don't send body parts or like anything weird. Send <laughs> so it to Anna and Laura at the Herald Tribune. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Anything you want. Okay, we'll thanks, take guys. it. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Robbie says he would rather be Juliet's friend than nothing at all. Kelly thinks that Juliet, Kelly's the one that you're just kind of like meh about. Remember we talked about this? Um, She's like, you should talk. And okay, great. Sure, maybe they should. So then we got the Jake and Kelsey scene. Adorable. Uh, She says that, well, Jake brings it up by saying a lot of people ask about us. And Kelsey says she doesn't want to jump into things. But she sees potential with him. And he says he's legit into her. And she says that makes two of us. And she says she thinks tonight will be a lot of fun. It's like one of those feelings when you feel a spark with someone and you're looking for, you're at a party and you're looking forward to the next couple hours. You're like, oh, what could, what could happen tonight? Like, you're just going to feel like you're on top of the world when there's someone you like and they like you back. And yeah, so it was funny how he said a lot of people ask about us like because I would never bring that up to somebody if just because people asked about it you know I'd be like I don't care people can talk if they want this that doesn't mean I owe them an explanation or an answer but yeah. it worked out they're cute I think they're cute you think they're cute yeah yeah no yeah, I support it yeah so then we get the scene we just we talked about briefly earlier which is Garrett and Jared fishing this is the only sighting we get of Garrett the whole episode he wasn't even at Alex's party Hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. But Jared's upset about the white buffalo night, but Alex is throwing him a birthday party. That's exciting. And he talks about how his ex-wife usually calls around his birthday. They were married for, I think he said a year and a half when he was in the Navy. And they've been divorced for about two and a half years. They butted heads all the time. They partied a lot. But they're friends now and they have a great time together. So Garrett says, there's a reason you're put into each other's lives, which I agree with. But I also think sometimes, you know, that's it's a weird thing to say. I think we said that when we were watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also just like whatever that reason was, it's kind of it's past because they're not married anymore. Yeah. So. OK. Do you want to talk about we talked about the scene where she calls Ish. Madison calls Ish. Anything else you want to add about that? No, I'm just annoyed with that. And I mean, I know it's something to like make you watch the show. Yeah, it worked. I was just disappointed in the outcome. Yeah. Just, Madison, the point is we wish you were pregnant. <laughs> like, no, I don't want just your kidding. life to be ruined, but <laughs> it just got me worked up for no reason. Yeah. Mostly it's, the, it's MTV's fault. Yeah. Don't blame you. No. Okay. So then we have the scene at Crescent Club with Chloe and Alex. And to me, the most egregious part of this scene, beyond the Alex sending Robbie text messages or that Juliet sent him, was the fact that Chloe thinks it's okay to start charging nine fifty for a mojito at Crescent Club. Uh, I know. We, me and Laura still have Laura and I still mm-hmm. have not been there, but that's so annoying. We haven't been there since Chloe started managing. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I always say to Wade. <laughs> Whenever he's editing my story, he goes, Chloe managing Crescent Club, and I always say, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But we should go. We, we didn't get to go last weekend because I was out of town. But maybe Laura we was skiing. I was skiing in New Hampshire. It was awesome. Um, it was also cold, and I missed <laughs> Florida. And Anna, of course. Aww. And Linus. But... Yeah, so we got to go. I'm trying to think. We could probably go this weekend, right? We'll see why not. Unless yeah, we can go tomorrow. Else. Oh, yeah. We have to watch the debates tonight. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's Thursday. This week's going by so fast. Probably because I took Monday off because I was coming back from vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. We should go. Very Siesta Key outing focused week. Tuesday, Sarasota Modern. Mm. Thursday, Crescent Club. We'll see if there's 950 mojitos. Okay. So, Alex gets mad, sends Juliet's text to him to Robbie. He's throwing a wrench in the party. And now... That's actually pretty funny. I mean, it's messed up and a terrible thing to do. But, I mean, come on. That's funny. Just, Alex doesn't care about anything. No. Except, like, messing up other people's lives. Yeah. He's a bad person, but it's funny. It it is kind of funny. And also the way that he reacts, because clearly it's coming from a place of... He doesn't want, he wants to create as far of a wedge between Juliet and Robbie as possible. But never do you see him look sad or upset. He looks excited to like ruin this He moment. loves the chaos. Yeah. He thrives on it. Mm-hmm. So then Juliet and Robbie have their talk. And Juliet handles this really well. There, there's been a couple situations over the past couple episodes where she hasn't totally lost her mind. And this was one of them. So let's give credit where credit's due. She says you don't have the whole picture, which he doesn't because he's only getting selective text messages. Uh, She says she's an empathetic person and she doesn't deny anything, which I think is great. I think it's good to own up to it. And then there's a pop quiz. Robbie goes, what's your favorite moment or memory from our relationship? And I wrote down, pop quiz. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, and Juliet goes, I don't know, Greece. We had sex on an airplane. And Robbie goes, my favorite moment was staying up till 5 a.m. talking and watching The Office. That sounds really that fun. Was sad. Yeah. We've all been there. Mm. Stayed up till 5 a.m. watching yeah. The Office with someone you really like. Oh, I was just thinking about me doing that alone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually anyway. stay up till 5 a.m. when I do that alone. I usually stay up till like 3 a.m., like 2.30. But I just, I remember like those moments like in relationships that I've had, like where you just, you like the person and you just talk all night. It's really fun. But yeah, and Robbie, so, okay, so Juliet has a really insightful moment where she says for Alex to be happy he needs to me he needs me to be sad and for him to be with someone else with him texting me telling me he loves me which is accurate so why she keeps going for it I don't know but that's a whole other you know can of worms and Robbie says well like you still care for him I still care for you I hope you find your happiness and she goes I will and he goes sorry it wasn't here and I don't think that Robbie's feelings for Juliet are quite up to the level of Juliet's feeling for Alex. No. So, I don't know. Robbie, stop trying to make fetch happen. Uh. He's trying to become a central player on the show. I mean, he's done a good job of weaseling his way in. Sure has. That's the Rebella way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... We get a scene at a nail salon where they're drinking mimosas. I could not tell which nail salon this was. I tried to look for signage. To be fair, I've only been to like maybe two nail salons in Sarasota, but there were mimosas. But then again, a lot of nail salons have mimosas these days, so it's hard to say. And Madison says that she was happy she found out she wasn't pregnant, but she's realizing that her and Ish are probably going to have to have that talk soon. What are the odds that a guy who's 46 years old I don't know if he's ever been married, wants kids at this point in his life. I think there's a good chance. You think? I feel like, yeah, there is. He's got to know that she wants kids, too. I'm sure that's come up before. Yeah. But I guess maybe we'll see that. It doesn't look like we'll see it next week based on the episode, but I hope to see that conversation at some point. Um, Amanda talks about how she feels really disrespected because... Brandon went to the Rebella party to support Robbie, and it's a slap in the face for her. If he respected her, he wouldn't be going to Robbie's party. And she says Juliet being there is typical Juliet. But so, what do you think about Amanda's logic there? That's annoying because, first of all, they're not dating, and I know her point is just as friends, but also 
their whole group of friends that are on the show, they do shitty stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not surprising, you know? Yeah. I think, honestly, she was kind of looking for a way to distance herself from Brandon because he's annoying her right now. Oh. I, I think she's like, she kind of wants to end that, or she's thinking he's becoming a little too clingy. And she's like, here's how I can get Brandon to leave me alone. I can tell him that I was mad. And maybe she is a little bit hurt. I know she doesn't like Robbie at all, which I totally understand. Yeah. But I think she kind of wants to push Brandon away and like do something with JJ. Make room for JJ. Yeah, I don't know how serious she is about JJ. I don't think it's serious. I think they're just kind of into each other. That's my theory anyway. So then we see Alex and Alyssa have a conversation with Alex's parents. Yeah. What were you going to say? Ugh. Something. No. Go ahead. No, all I was going to say, say is one eight hundred scary. Yeah. It is kind of funny to see them on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So they're talking about Julia and how it could possibly go at Jared's party that day. And Gary says, keep a cool head. Don't drink too much. Uh, Alyssa says earlier in the conversation how she thinks Juliet's trying to weasel her way back in, which is absolutely true. And Chloe says she just wants J- Chloe that cuts back to the nail salon Chloe saying she wants Jared to have a good fun birthday cuz he deserves it more than anybody so then we cut to the party and the song that's playing I kind of recognized it it's by this guy called Young Gravy and the song is called Knockout I was like I recognize this and then I remembered that this guy that I dated back in Boston used to play his music and it was there's a song that went Gravy run the game, young Steve Harvey. <laughs> and it, I never forgot that song. And now I'm probably going to drive home and listen to it on repeat. Oh, great. Um, Laura's going to be playing that when we get home from work today. Yeah, she knows because I did that with the cat soundtrack for a long time. So then at the party, Kelsey, the ultimate friend zone move, Kelsey walks in and goes, Happy birthday, Jared, and hands him a stuffed cat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good she's trying to be nice and friendly, though. Definitely. I mean, yeah, I guess he kind of knew he didn't have a chance at that point. Yeah, because he was being annoying before when he was like, oh, what what are you doing with my girl? Mm -hmm. That whole thing. Yeah, that was annoying. So at least she's not, like, mad at him for that, which she does have the right to be, because that was kind of annoying. I think she just wants to move on with Jake. Yeah. And I did not know that Jared had a cat. Made me like him a little more. <laughs> um, so, Juliet walks in. Alex says something like to Alyssa, "I'm not gonna let it. Or I'm not gonna let it ruin our vibe." And Alyssa goes, "Does our vibe ever get ruined?" And he says, "You're awesome. Oh, match made in heaven." Yeah. Yeah. So he is. So Jared is telling Madison about how he's waiting for his ex-wife to call. The marriage ended because they were young, and he knew he wasn't ready. And then we get a scene of Brandon and Amanda talking, and she says she feels disrespected because Robbie is a thief and robbed one of your friends, and Brandon says he feels disrespected because she's around JJ all the time, and Amanda says that has nothing to do with that. It's about being a good friend. Brandon says, what about you and JJ? What's up with that? She says she's been hanging out with JJ, but she hasn't hung out with him one-on-one, and she says she's not going to hook up with multiple people at a time. Now you, and she says, now you know how I feel and you can do whatever you want with that. And she goes, in the end, you find out who your real friends are. And Brandon says, it's hard in this group. So that kind of seems like, hopefully that's the end of those two. Yeah. Any, do you want to? cut. Yeah. I feel like they just, it was a bad idea from the start. Yeah, I'm over it. Me too. Didn't work the first time, didn't work the second time. Yeah, I saw on Brandon's girlfriend's Instagram today, her name's Camilla, she said, someone asked her, she did one of those question things, and someone was like, are you going to be back on the show? And she's like, stay tuned, so she might pop mm. up. So then maybe Brandon actually will get a happy ending Yay. at the end of the season. Yeah. So then there's a cut of uh, someone, I think it was Alex, smashing cake into Jared's face. I saw Polly for a quick second. Polly. He was there, Yeah. Um, so then Jared's ex-wife calls and well, he's in the pool and she, they talk for a little bit and she says she's coming to Sarasota. So what could go wrong? I hope she's on next week's. I think she will be. They showed a little clip. I think it was her. Yeah. 
So, okay. And then here we go again. Juliet and Alex. Confrontation. She decides that she needs to talk to Alex. She doesn't want to talk to Robbie, but she's more than willing to talk to Alex. And every single one of her friends says, no, don't do it. And Kelly says, you're enabling that behavior. That number should be blocked. And they're like, no, you just you shouldn't talk to him. See, if your friends are telling you don't do something, I mean, you know I'm stubborn, but I usually know like that you know what's best for me. So I will listen, but she wasn't going to listen. Yeah. Because they have her best interests at heart. Alex clearly does not. So, I don't know. So, yeah, so they start... So then JJ is talking to Alex, and this was very, very, very telling. So JJ asks Alex, how is it with Juliet and Alyssa? And Alex says... She disrespected me, dated one of my friends, went to Greece with him, and now is giving me those eyes. Here's, here's the problem, is that, so basically, what he's saying is, this is her fault, that this is the situation that they're in right now. And she owes him an apology for dating Robbie. And it's funny because the reason they broke up was because he cheated on her. But then you see Juliet in the text that Alex screenshotted to Robbie saying, Alex, I'm so sorry for everything. I'm so sorry for everything. She did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. But he is making it sound, it's like gaslighting. He's making it sound like it's her fault and he's making her feel like it's her fault to a certain extent. And that is messed up. That is messed up. I, it, it's subtle, like you don't realize it. But then when I heard that, I was like, that is, that is emotional abuse right there. And they're not even together. I don't know. Just something I noticed. What do you think about that? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I feel like this whole, the ending of the episode made Juliet out to look really dumb. Even mm-hmm. though, I mean, we, like, the audience know what actually happened but also just in that moment it was pretty embarrassing for her yeah yeah I mean that's that's what happens like so they talk and then Alyssa butts in and she ends up I mean they kind of go back and forth with a lot of different things and talking about Alex and Juliet's phone call and how Alyssa says what are your boundaries you know we're together now and Juliet says I think that's something you guys need to speak about and Juliet says, so you're okay with him telling me he still loves me? And Alyssa's like, I really just want you to leave. And Juliet says, that's funny. Alex and I talked on the phone this morning. He said he'd promise you wouldn't kick me out. And she looks so happy in this whole scene. Like, she's just so happy that she's messing up whatever. Mm-hmm. And so Juliet's like, do you want me to pull up the phone calls? And Alyssa says, please pull up the phone calls. All your psycho phone calls. And then her and Alex are laughing, like the two of them. They're like laughing together. And that's when Juliet snaps. She pushes Alex into the pool. She grabs Alyssa's bathing suit. She breaks the string. And then everyone comes and holds her back. And Alex yells to get her out of the house. And she broke Alyssa's bathing suit. And she's really proud of her. Juliet's really proud of herself. And yeah, that was bad. It was really bad. And she kind of storms out. She starts screaming, doesn't anyone take me F, do not take me effing seriously. Throws Chloe's sunglasses back at her, broken. Yeah. So that's, that's what happened. Yeah, that was uh, bad for Juliet. I mean, she didn't get the chance to actually show Alyssa the text. Right. That we all know probably happened. Yeah. So it just made her look really dumb. Mm-hmm. And, like, at that point, Alyssa's probably like, we won, you know? Yeah. I mean, if I were Alyssa, I'd be a little bit more concerned about the content. Yeah. Okay. Why is Alyssa not like, oh, I wonder if Alex did that? Yeah. Like, she just seems to be on his side. And if she knows Alex at all, she should know he's bad. Yeah. I know. It's weird. But, man, that was rough. 
especially after the whole fiasco with Amanda and Chloe and her having the police report filed and Courtney talking to her about it. She should know better. Yeah. And she didn't even seem like she was drunk. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, she is getting more violent these days. Yeah. It's It's scary. Not a good look. It's scary. It's really bad. So, yeah, that's the episode. It was dramatic. I thought it was good. It was a good episode. Yeah, lots of drama. Yep. I am looking forward to seeing JJ confront Amanda about how he doesn't want to be a side piece. I'm looking forward to Jared's ex-wife. I'm looking forward to Alex telling Alyssa about the six-hour phone call. What else? What else is there? What did they show in the preview for next episode? I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, Oh, something about Juliet and Chloe going to lunch. I don't know. Some things kind of seem weird between the two of them right now. Mm -hmm. But I think that's it. Unless there's anything else. Any parting thoughts that that we have? Now just, I liked the ending. Love a little bit of violence <laughs> on the key. Yeah, it's so weird. Skinny blonde chick. I guess it's always stuff like that <laughs> in the, you know, these reality TV shows. But yeah, so pretty good episode. And we'll be back next week. It's coming up on the end of the season, like we said. How many more weeks do we have? So we got next week, and then we have two more weeks so three more weeks. Aww, that's it. That's crazy. That's it. Maybe we can Sad. pop in every couple of weeks and do a drama update or something like that if yeah. there's anything interesting to report. But, yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.